And the person interviewing me wrote those words down, looked up from his piece of paper and said to me, so do you think we're going to like that? Yeah, I, I do what I do today, Kathy, because of a fourth grade field trip. No credit to me, just me fumbling along with what I knew at the time and the dog being very forgiving of my mistakes. There has been a lot of talk lately about context, about the context of a thing used somehow to justify behavior or action because, you know, the context means everything. But what if it doesn't? What if being present with a thing and looking at a thing for exactly what it is is actually the thing? Confused yet? <laughs> Good, because the topic, it's a confusing one, unless we think about it through the lens of dog behavior. Hey there, everybody. I'm Kathy Brooks, your host for Talk Unleashed, the weekly untethered view of what communication can really look like when we're prepared to be radically honest, radically authentic, and radically compassionate, conscious communication. It's what I coach, it's what I do, and each week on the podcast, that's what I get to share. Sometimes just my musings and sometimes in conversation with remarkable human beings. This week on the podcast, context, and how by paying attention to being present with a person to a situation and experiencing it for what it actually is, rather than justifying it by something else, maybe, just maybe, there's a better solution to pretty much everything. Sit back, settle in, because this is Talk Unleashed. So a couple of days ago, my mentor, Dr. Judith Rich, sent me an image. It's actually a quote. And the quote is something along the lines of, dogs don't really care about context. When your dog is with you and you're happy, the dog doesn't care about the context of your happiness. They just know that you're happy and they're happy with you. And if you're sad, dog doesn't really understand the concept of your sadness, the context of your sadness. It's just sad with you, just present with you. And I've known that there's an episode of the podcast in here. As a matter of fact, when Judith sent it to me, she said the same. And I've been percolating on it, marinating with it, just kind of letting it seep for a moment because the thing that kept coming up was the way some events in the world have been contextualized as a means to justify or otherwise rationalize actions. So I've been decidedly resistant or perhaps more hesitant to bring up context and what that really means. Then I realized, you know what, Kathy? It doesn't have to be so damn serious. There are plenty of times and plenty of opportunities to get all serious about the mismatched communication in the world and the shit show dumpster fire that is our society today and maybe not today. Let's talk about dogs. Let's talk about what we learn from them around this idea of context. That when I'm interacting with somebody and I'm experiencing them as being angry, maybe with me, maybe with their circumstances, maybe they're being rude or taking something out on me, whatever the case may be. Does it really matter 
why they're in that state. The thing I find so amusing about humans and our deep commitment to understanding behavior and unpacking behavior and analyzing and processing is that there is such a thing as overthinking. There is such a thing as overanalyzing. Sometimes the why of a thing doesn't actually matter because understanding the why of it doesn't actually change the situation. It doesn't change the experience. And in the process of digging and digging to get to the why, more damage can be done. Context. Sometimes the context doesn't actually matter, people. It doesn't. Because if I'm really present, if I'm really connected with another being, and I'm with them in their anger, their grief, their joy, I can just be with them in it without needing to fix it or change it and just to be. I mean, joy is one thing, right? If somebody's in joy, it's easy to be in joy with them. And that the context of the joy is great, it's nice to know, but it doesn't really matter. It's like that person who starts laughing and the laugh is so infectious and you don't know why they're laughing. But before you know it, you're hysterically laughing too. Thing is, with the emotions that are a bit more uncomfortable, what most people try to do is change them without actually being with them first. It's just to dismiss the person's experience And we tell ourselves that it's because we're being friendly, being warm, being compassionate. We're just trying to make them feel better. But the truth is, most of the time, while that may be part of the equation, the bigger part of the equation is we're just too damn uncomfortable with the fact that they're uncomfortable. One of the most powerful lessons that I learned when I was going through my first big experience of grief And I went to a grief counselor. One of the first things I noticed was that I would cry. and She didn't do a thing. She didn't push the Kleenex toward me. She didn't comfort me. She just sat there. It It was a little odd at first, but then it was incredibly comforting. She was just neutral, holding the space, allowing me to have my emotion and not turn my emotion into a feeling. Because the feeling is what happens when you take the emotion, grab it with little hooks and hold on to it and start thinking about it and talking about it and then talking some more about it and then talking some more about it, then getting other people to co-sign it or getting other people to agree with you. And then before you know it, you feel shitty. She just held the space. It was the most remarkable experience. And I remember toward the end of our time together, I asked her, she said, yeah, it takes a lot of training to be able to sit with ease and neutrality in someone else's place of great discomfort and just allow them to have their discomfort without making that discomfort your own. So when I am in a connected, meaningful, authentic relationship, conversation with another person. It's about letting go of my need to manipulate or control that context or understand the context and just be present with it. Not make it about me. Get curious. 
Sometimes if the space allows, ask questions, inquire. That's real connection. I'm not saying context never matters. Of course, context matters in the sense that if I do something and someone has an experience of it that is hurtful to them, at some level, knowing that context is useful, especially if it's a pattern that I have. But the context itself, the thing itself, is irrelevant until I understand what's underneath why I did it. And that's where being present is important. That's where that direct connection is important. So the next time you find yourself wondering why this person did this or feeling the need to dig underneath when you're in a conversation with somebody, maybe for a second, just pretend you're a dog. What would your dog do in that moment? They put their head on the person's knee. Would they wag their tail? Would they snuggle up next to them? When in doubt, be more like a dog. We did it again. Another episode of Talk Unleashed. It's so great to have you here. And you know what would be even more great? If you could scoot over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, maybe even Spotify, and leave a review. Over on Apple, you actually have the chance to say a little bit about the episode. Spotify, just throw some stars on there. Hopefully five. It helps us get seen and helps ensure that this conversation and conversations like it keep getting heard by the people who need to hear them. So do us a favor, hop on over and leave a review. And in the category of saying awesome things about awesome people, huge thanks to my producer, John McLean and the team at Monster Sound and Picture. They are just the best. And if you've got ideas or questions or feedback, I read all the email that comes in. So feel free to toss a message to talkunleashed at gmail.com. That's talkunleashed at gmail.com. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, who you want to hear from, all the groovy stuff. And most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening, for being part of the conversation, and for keeping the conversation going. See you next week. Thank you.